yeah, that's uh, that's good. That's good. Mutiny Radio. I'm I'm certain of it. In fact, uh, this is Bughouse Square every Tuesday, six to eight. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, super special guest, St. John the Baptist is is right here next to me. I'm not letting him talk right now, though, because I cannot shut this guy up. I'm just kidding. He's a, he's a perfect gentleman. Um, but he's going to do, uh, we're going to do a jazz show tonight. So if you dig the jazz thing, man, uh, stick around. If you don't, uh, you're just going to have to bail on this one. Uh, what can I tell you? Or you can, like, expand your mind and uh, put through this two hours of uh, good music. So the jazz show with St. John the Baptist. This is Bug House Square. This is Beat New Radio. Um, thanks for doing what you got to do to get here. Stormy days, we'd pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man, come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river, some strange man. Was that a vigilante man? Does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land
sitting over here on parchment farm. Well, I'm sitting over here on parchment farm. I'm sitting over here on Parchment Farm and I ain't never done no man no harm. Well, I'm putting that cotton in a 11 foot sack. Well, I'm putting that cotton in a 11 foot sack. Cotton in an 11-foot sack with a 12-gauge shotgun at my back. Yeah, that's Mose Allison, Parchment Farm, uh, 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 the uh, Motor City 5, right, MC5, they, uh, I think they did a cover of that, uh, kind of a rockin' number, yeah, so this is Bug Out Square, it's Tuesday, it's, it's Mini Radio, uh, we've got St. John the Baptist, John, give the mic a check, is that thing working, uh? Hello, this is John. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds okay here. Yeah, it's a little it's a little brittly, but There we go. Use that big big bass voice you got. Still yeah. getting that Boston accent. Yeah. <laughs> Good you know, God, man. Yeah. I've only been gone 16 years. <laughs> 60, 60 years, so uh, How many years? <laughs> hey, so uh um 
we got St. John in here. He's going to, uh, what'd you bring for us tonight? Well, uh, Today I thought I'd concentrate on the, um, as you know, I do a series of uh, jazz concerts uh, every, about six a year, uh, every couple of months. And This uh, is becoming quite popular in the the country, I hear. People like with, of means, like yourself, someone who's uh, just, you know, living off his laurels and uh, his fat ass bank account. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just cutting checks left and right, having all kinds of uh, entertainment coming through your house. So this is uh, a collection of folks that have played at your place? Yeah, I started it uh, in in, uh, 2001. Uh, So I've been doing it 16 years now. We're getting close to 100. We're in the 90s now. Nice. They say six a year average. So we're in, uh, yeah, we're getting close to 100. And uh, these are I've gotten to meet some new folks through this, but they started off with with I've had uh, <clears throat> I've been uh, I think I told you originally when I uh, I was a, I was a, became a fan in in the army in 1955. I, oh. I, I heard this this music and and I, I never did you enlist, it. John? Uh, I yeah I, well I volunteered for the draft to get the GI Bill. It was right after the Korean War. Okay. So, so I, I, I you, you could if you had your name moved up in the draft there was a draft there. If you uh-huh. had your name moved up to the top of the list, you can go in for two years and get the GI Bill and uh, the Korean for the Korean War. But you had to go three years if you were regular army. But, okay. Uh, but anyway, I went in to get the GI Bill, and then I only went back to school for six months. And I came. <laughs> I went to Boston College. When I came back. I came out to California after six months. I just didn't have it anymore to go back to school. But anyway, uh, so joined I, the commune. Were you like just like? Hitchhiking up and down the coast oh, and no. doing mushrooms and stuff. <laughs> no, not hardly. I worked. I went to work for an insurance company. Oh, right. Okay, that was, yeah, that was it. That yeah. was it. I knew it was you something like that. Those, <laughs> I always mix those two things up too. But uh, yeah, in fact, it's Trans Trans America Tower. I worked for Occidental Life, one of their the companies that was a big part of Trans America at the time. But in L.A. and anyway, I, just, I had been a fan. As I say, I became a fan in the army and and uh, and I I I just just. Was going in, in when I was in Boston for six my five, the six months after I got out of me I went to I went into Storyville this club in Boston that was a great I saw Miles you just played Miles I Is saw that, so Miles. there's that Charlie Parker record does that have anything to do with that place at all the... uh, well you know Storyville was a brothel in New Orleans oh, okay okay and, and that's where <laughs> jazz supposedly started in brothels and that was one of the famous brothels I understand New Orleans that started jazz so uh, it kind of sped things up they're like come on get on yeah, with yeah, it we got a lot, there's a line yeah, form in yeah, here. Right. <laughs> So anyway, but that that so that happened to be the name of the club that I went to in Boston. But then I came out to L.A. and uh, anyway, I was just a fan for for till uh, 1981, and I met the the, the first uh, tune we're going to be playing is by a guy who became my best friend. And actually, I feel changed my life because I, I'm just a fan, as I say. Just living, listen to the music. It was big part of my other than family I always said jazz was the most important thing in my life and I was just a listener I never played an instrument or anything but I just uh, I met this guy Gordon Brisker is his name a great tenor saxophone player and I I knew who he was from he, I thought he was in the best band working in LA at the time and uh, and so I met him on this little jazz cruise I introduced myself and we became great pals and through him now, other than just, I'm not just a fan anymore. I'm hanging with these guys. He's right. introducing me to a lot of the great players in L.A., and I started to have jam sessions at my house down in Pasadena. That's how this thing got started. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, but and then I, I moved up here in 96, and 
we had I had some I started to get to know uh, through uh, Madeline Eastman a great singer friend of mine and her husband Vince Ladiano drummer he he in fact gave me the name St. John the Baptist that was, <laughs> that was Vince anyway the, through them I, I he they did for me in up here in, in San Francisco what Gordon Brisker did to me down in LA introduced me to the folks down here so we started to have uh, j- us jam jam sessions they were just jam sessions at first mm-hmm. and then my wife unfortunately passed away in 99 so I didn't do anything for about a year and a half and then I got the idea to have formal concerts and right. so uh, uh, this this uh, <clears throat> the, so the I'd like to play first uh, play one by Gordon kind of selfishly he wrote this tune for my wife and I it was called for J and T John and Till my wife's name was Matilda or Tilly Sullivan uh-huh. so for J this is called for J and T uh, by Gordon Brisker okay I'm gonna to- um you know let's do that well I, I wanted to talk about those records that I played because I, I oh, forgot oh. to mention them but uh that's a great intro let's let's listen to that song though what's the name of that cut again it's called for J and T it's number one Thank you. 
talk. I like that one. Yeah, that was, that was very, very proud that they that he did the tune for it. And the trumpet trumpet player is the great Tom Harrell. He's like one of the still one of the great. What uh, what year would that have been uh, produced? Uh, this would have been eighty early eighties. Uh, yeah, it's the first one we ever did. Yeah, I can. T- it's got that. Um, that bass sound it's kind of uh sounds a little like weather report kind of of that uh that almost a little kind of fusiony uh um just that bass sound yeah, anyway yeah. it's kind of it's one of those things where you hear certain um you know instruments of you know that might have some kind of unique thing that sound for you know five or so years and had the electric piano too which gave yeah 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 different sound too so l- let me um before we get on to the next yeah. one uh let me say what we opened up with hold on and by the way, this is Mutiny Radio. It's uh, not just a radio station. It's um, it's uh, you can come in and uh, sit down and get out of the rain, but it's not raining. And it's in the beautiful Mission, uh, 21st in Florida, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. And today is beautiful. It's the best day, right, Jen? It's yeah. like <coughs> this is the best uh, sunny day after it rains. And it's gonna be great all week, I understand. All week, so yeah, so we're living it. Um, February and um, or is it March now? Yeah. <laughs> It's been March, yeah. We need the rain, but this is a nice break. Absolutely, absolutely. So we, um, I started out with um, Miles off of a uh, live at uh, Newport Jazz Festival. Uh, Miles Davis, and uh, actually Miles on one side and Monk on the other. Um, uh, I went uh, went with the Miles side, and uh, what did we play? That was the opener. I don't know these jazz songs. There, Quiet Nights. That's what that was. And then we went into Mr. Jean Coltrane off of the, uh, I think, one of the few records. Well, nah, I got a few of his records, but Giant Steps is just like a, a brilliant record. And we did Cousin Mary on that. And um, uh, let me apologize for the technical stuff. So we had, um, as you know, we're, we're, uh, we're on a shoestring here, John. Uh, on the, we run this place. I mean, there's... Uh, we do it with very little money, and we're always begging for money and trying to get you know people to donate and that sort of thing. And there was a meeting Sunday, and they have them once a month, and I rarely attend because that's one of the few days that I have off, and I'm usually with, with my family and doing something. So it's hard to, uh, for me to get out on Sunday. But there was a big dealing as far as what's going on with the station are we gonna have to raise dues because everything's paid for by the djs kicking money and that's how we pay rent and utility bills and whatnot so there was one dude who had donated the uh mixing board that we've we've been using for the last i don't know shoot almost two years and it's been working fine it's it was it wasn't a great piece of equipment by any means but everybody knew how to use it and it was install you know it was all wired up so i guess the guy just did a little um fit and uh yanked it and walked out so he's no longer doing a show that was uh i don't know whose show it was um i never listened to it so (laughs) no loss to me um but uh so we're still trying to, to 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 raise money but we got this board that was thrown in here and we used it some years back but the wiring was all it was everything was plugged in wrong so that i was kind of doing that as uh that, that first set so i apologize I, I it's worse than usual my uh technical skills um we had the john handy band i played uh dancy dancy uh was the name of that song uh from the john handy band um, didn't do any of that. Oh, we did uh, Ramsey Lewis, um, uh, Uptight, 
uh, Stevie Wonder tune. Yeah. Um, and then Moe's Allison, Partridge Farm, we talked about that. All right, John, I think we got it uh, sorted out. What do, you got, what do you got next for us, man? Well, the next one is, uh, is a, a guy who became a great pal of mine down in Pasadena. He happened to live in Pasadena, too, where I did. And he, he was did a lot of studio work, was quite well known down in his piano player named Pete Jolly. And uh, as I say, he became a pal of mine. And he, he used to, he started, I said, was bringing him up here after I moved up here. And he did the first, I think it'd be appropriate, he did the first uh, one of my uh, concerts, I think it was in April of 2001. So okay. he, kicked, he kicked things off. And, and this, is, uh, this is a tune of his uh, that he did call Speak Low. It's uh, Kurt Vile and somebody named Nash. But I think okay. it's a pretty famous tune by Kurt.
that was a hell of a band. Well, uh, who was that again? Uh, well, Pete Jolly, uh, as they say, a great piano player. Very, very popular down in L.A. Uh, I I used to go see him. I didn't get to know him for like uh, for <laughs> till till the 80s when I became uh, you know I, I started uh, getting getting meeting these people. But anyway, he he was on uh, he was he did a lot of stuff. He, he did a, he worked with Sonar, did a lot of studio work, and and uh, so he he was making a nice living up down there. But uh, jazz was his first love. And, right, uh, right. Any, anyway, uh, so you um is, is that where you did you raise your family in Pasadena? Yeah, well, my daughter, my daughter was, was pretty. Good. I only had the one uh-huh. daughter, and she, uh, she was, she, uh, we moved. She was out of high school when we moved to. We lived in San Gabriel, which is right next door to it. Okay. And and uh, for, when she was going going to school and you know elementary school and so forth, and through high school, in fact, you get to go to San Marino High School, which is one of the best schools down there because <laughs> we we were in a county <laughs> area that didn't have a school system. So we happened to be closest to. You one got of the to cross the so tracks. We just go across <laughs> and see. Anyways, yeah. So then I I, I moved to Pasadena. Uh, I was there for the last 18 years. I think I went there in '78. I think I moved to Pasadena, and, and so she she was grown by then. So uh, yeah, I was just that, trying to get the the feel of you know, um, it's like suburbia and Pasadena. It's like that same you know that like you know '60s '70s lifestyle in there. Um, yeah, I like uh, Pasadena very much. Uh, it was uh, it, it, we we enjoyed it there, but uh, did you did, have a pool? Uh, yeah, they did, but I did. I didn't swim. But that's why I, that's why I had to think about it. I had a, because yeah, there was a pool. It was a it was a, it was a condo complex. Oh, okay, okay. And it had a pool in the middle. Right on. So, yeah, but but anyway, yeah. So I was there, and then we moved up here. Uh, just we just we retired early. My luckily, my wife uh, uh-huh. we took early retirement, and uh, and and we we were down there for a couple of years. Retired down in Pasadena, and we we just got the, the urge to let's shake things up, and we loved it up here. We come right. up here a couple of times a year to visit, and we got to know a couple of the people up here, like Madeline Eastman, as I say, met her through a singer down in L. A. in L. A. and and we just said, why don't we shake things up and let's we love it so much up here, and moved up here in '96. What a right. great move that was, you know. Yeah. Pr- prices were in '96; it was a down market. Oh right, right. And, and I've got this, you know, the, you know, the place where I, that view I have up there, and and it's it's un- a bit unbelievable. But unfortunately, my wife passed in three years. That was big, that was a crazy yeah, that's killer, tough. But, that's tough. But anyway, but then uh, we started this these concerts, and the uh, I played uh, the two that we've played now. Uh, just just dawned on me, really a tragedy. They both died within a few months of each other in 2004. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, Pete had come up. He was going to come up. But he wanted to come up every year, and he did one in. Yeah, I was going to ask you if any of the uh, Pasadena folk were making the trek up. Yeah, huh? they they wanted to come up. They come up and do a couple of gigs up here, and then they'd stay with me, so they didn't have any expenses, you know. And and uh, and but Pete uh, Gordon died in September of '01, and Pete died like two months later, coincidentally. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was that was terrible. So two of my best pals uh, went that in that distance in between, but the next one uh, is uh, a guy who who was in that band I was telling you that Gordon worked in, uh, and I thought was what the best band working in L.A. at the time. It was called the Bobby Shoe Band. Uh-huh. He was the trumpet player, and the, Bill Mays is the piano player who, and he became a great and still is a great pal of mine. Uh, he's still. I tried to keep trying to get. I thought I had him out here last year for a concert, but uh-huh. he, he had to cancel because he he had to make a change in his in his schedule. But um, anyway, he uh, he's a wonderful player. He got he used to work a lot in the studios too. But uh, 
fact, he, he gave that up uh, to, to move to New York because he wanted to play jazz for right, the time. Right. And, of course, he was, like, starting over in New York, and you know, a lot of competition there. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, but he, uh, he, he stayed at it, and he's still, he's, he's quite popular. He's worked with some of the, some of the great, he was with Sarah Vaughn for, for a year. And he's still in New York now? Yeah, or? he's still in, actually, he's up in the mountain. I think I told you, he's up in in the Poconos in, 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 in Pennsylvania. Doing but it's the only, it's only about a, no. no, 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 but it's only an hour, it's only an hour or so into the city. It's not right. that far from New York City. And his, and his wife uh, kept a place down in the Chelsea district. So they have right. a place when they, when he gets gigs in New York City, they, they crash there, but uh, they're mostly, they're up in the, in the Poconos up there. But anyway, yeah, that's, uh, so this is, this is, an, uh, the, this is another album I did. I, of course, I forgot to mention, I did produce, I produced that Gordon Brisker album. Oh, that, nice. Gordon Brisker album. And this one is. So did you, you like sat behind the window with like a cigarette and like more, uh, you know, rat-a-tat-tat yeah, or. I, I was just, I was just in my glory. <laughs> you, I mean, I'm in the studio with guys that I, you know, guys that I admired. Right. Uh, but this Tom Harrell that I say was on trumpet on that first Where'd one. Where'd you record that at? Uh, down in L.A. and uh, the uh, uh, the first one I did in in a, in a studio in Hollywood, and I did a second one with Gordon that we did in New York City with uh-huh. uh, with the same trumpet player because that's where he lived, and some great uh, great players, Cedar Walton, named uh, uh, Eddie Gomez, and so you just but, did like a vacation to, uh, back east, and well, then I did just, a- no, I just went back for a few days, and, uh-huh. and uh, my wife stayed uh, stayed here. She was going <laughs> to New York City, but no, I was in the studio. I mean, we, it was just all work. It was, right. but but it was just a thrill to be in the studio with oh, these guys. Man, yeah. So you can imagine someone who's just a fan, and now I'm hanging with these right, guys, right. you know. And uh, and uh, in fact, the the the, uh, the piano player uh, Cedar Walton is his name. He's he was uh, he he died not long ago, but he was a great great piano player, and he we had got him for the piano. And I was almost embarrassed that I could afford to pay these musicians. But, you know, I, I it right. wasn't a big buck to me. It wasn't big bucks, but I mean, I I, I couldn't throw it around. But I had you know I, right. I put it together. And anyway, and uh, he <laughs> I met him out here in California, out here in San Francisco, and and he and uh, I, I mentioned that uh, that. Uh, you probably don't remember me. I, I, I should say that I was I was with Madeline Eastman. He was on a Madeline Eastman album, and I was a smaller contributor to the album. Uh-huh. So, so I so Madeline says uh, uh, this is yeah John Sullivan. He uh, you know he's one of, he was one of the contributors to the to the album we did a, a year or so ago. And, he, and I said yeah, and I you probably don't remember, but I was I also <laughs> produced the Gordon Brisker album that you are. And he says to me. Geez, you've given me more money than my father ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that may feel pretty good, but anyway. So, but Bill Mays is, is the next one, and it's it's a tune. Once again, a little selfishly, this is a tune he wrote for the this album. It's called uh, Samba Sulibane. It's. Uh, Thank you. 
Yeah, that's uh, Bill Mays, right? Well, yeah, yeah, Bill, great pal, uh, and uh, still, 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 um, still keep in touch and to try to get him out here. And he's been doing. He's still well. He hasn't done one for a few years, but uh, I'm still trying to get him out when he's out this way. Uh, yeah, and that I mentioned that tune was called Samba Sulibane. It's Gaelic for Sullivan. He wrote that. <laughs> he wrote that actually. Uh, he wrote that for my brother who died, Charlie Sullivan. Okay. And uh, and if the, we dedic we bought we this album was dedicated to him. So he wrote this okay. tune called Samba Sulibane. Was he a jazz fan, your brother? Yeah, he was. He followed me out to L.A. In fact, uh, and uh, because he loved the music too, and it was just so. All the Sullivan boys came out to the West Coast, huh? Yeah, they they did. My I have a sister that uh, stayed stayed in Boston, still in Boston, and she's uh, she's the only one didn't. Actually, my mother and father after he they retired, they they came out here. They finished <laughs> up out here. So yeah, they they followed me to the to the, the Golden State there, but. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Bill uh, Bill is is a great pal, and. Uh, uh, now the the next one should, should we go into yeah the, yeah the next one is by uh, Madeline Eastman I've mentioned she she yeah, is yeah, yeah. a great great singer here in town I think she's very uh, to me she's as good as they come and her husband is a great drummer uh, uh, Vince Ladiano so they they became great pals when we moved up here and and they did for me up here what uh, what uh, Gordon Brisker did down there introducing me to the jazz community mm -hmm. up here and uh, so they. We started, as they say, started having jam sessions there until my wife passed away in, in 99, and then I, I started the series uh, in 2001, as I say. And uh, anyway, but did I mention Gordon and, and Pete? Was that off camera? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, right, because we're yeah, talking yeah. when this stuff's going on. But yeah, it, it's, yeah it, it, I just mentioned that the first two there were, were uh, they passed, they, they passed. Yes, yes, three yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so anyway, but Matt, this is a, this is one of my f favorite tunes. I love ballads, and this is uh, called "I'm Going to Laugh You Right Out of My Life" uh, uh, by Madeline Eastman. And uh, okay, I think I got that queued up. Let's. Yeah, uh, it's written by Cy Coleman. I'm gonna laugh you right out of my life Laugh and forget this affair Guess I was foolish to care So I'm gonna dance you right out of my dreams Try to be carefree and gay I guess I'll learn to play the part And when our friends begin Their heartless rumors joke they'll never know 
That's, um, what's her name again? Madeline, Madeline. Eastman. Uh, lives right down in North Beach. Um, great, great pal and a wonderful singer. She's done, in fact, she's done more of my concerts. I, she's done one just about every year. And I, I, as I said, we've done 60, this is the 16th year that I've been doing them. So she, uh, she's done almost, she's done probably 16, well, she hasn't done one this year yet. So she's done 15 concerts maybe. But, um, now the the next one is uh, someone who you recall I introduced you to. He was staying with me when, when he was doing one of my concerts a few years ago, and uh, he's uh, 
His name is Bob Doro. A lot Bob. of people say Doro, but it's Bob Doro. He prefers Bob Doro. Now, Bob, he was a jazz guy for a lot of years, and then he uh, he's he's probably might be known by some of the, a lot of the listeners, depending on their age, uh-huh. because I think it was in the 70s and 80s he was on uh, doing a thing for kids called Schoolhouse Rock. Of course. And every kid that grew up in the 70s knows Schoolhouse Rock Schoolhouse that Rock. was allowed to watch TV on a Saturday morning. Yeah, exactly. And, and Rachel Maddow, uh, Rachel Maddow, uh, she, she has taken bits of it. She, calls, she has a thing she calls Confunction Junction. Right. When she's saying, you know, politicians confusing right, things. Right, right, right. She calls it Confunction Junction, so she must have been a fan of Bob's. But uh, So anyway, I'm going to start off with, I thought we'd start off with uh, a tune that, that's more his jazz roots uh-huh. called he wrote it called coming home baby you might recognize it it's uh, fairly well known and then we'll go into his little introduction and then do one of the the uh, multiplic- uh, multiplication rock well it's it's okay. uh, it's called, called three is a magic number but uh, anyway so that this is bob doro I'm coming home, baby, now. I'm coming home now, right away. I'm coming home, baby, now. I'm coming home, yeah, now what I say. And I never will go away. I'm coming home. Come on home. I'm coming home, baby, now. You know I'm waiting here for you. I'm coming home now, real soon. You've been gone. I'm coming home, baby, now. You don't know what I'm going through. Home, I know I'm overdue. Since you went away, expect me any day now, real soon. I'm coming home. Come on home. I'm coming home, baby, now. You know I'm praying every night. And everything is gonna be Please fine. Come on. I'm coming home, baby, now. I wanna feel you hold me tight. Expect to see me now, anytime. When I'm in your arms. When I'm in your arms, I'm alright. I'm coming home. I'm coming home, baby, now. You know I'm counting every day. I'm coming home now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the phone. I'm coming home, baby, now. Darling, let me hear you say I'm yeah. coming home, you hear now what I say. That you're coming home. And I never will go away. I'm coming home.
baby, now. You know I'm waiting at the door. Oh, hear me holler and hear me roar. Oh, I'm coming home, baby, now. And pacing up and down the floor. They can't hold me back now anymore. Say you'll be with me. Gonna be with you evermore. I'm coming home. Come on home. I'm coming home, baby, now. That's what I say, I say, I'm coming home. Oh, the road is long, baby, now. You are who I'm coming home and never more to roam. Baby, I'm for sure coming home. I'm coming home. Come on home. I'm coming home, baby, now. Come on home. I'm coming home, baby, now. Come on home. I'm coming home, baby, now. I'm coming home. Okay, long about this time, at the Iridium every Sunday, I find out if there are any kids that want to hear Schoolhouse Rock. Actually, my Schoolhouse Rock fans are 30-something. Was on television in 1973 for 13 years or so. We're going to do the very first song I wrote called Three is a magic number. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. It's a magic number. Somewhere in the ancient mystic trinity, you get three as a magic number. The past and the present and the future. Faith and hope and charity. The heart and the brain and the body give you three as a magic number. Well, it takes three legs to make a tripod or to make a table stand. It takes three wheels to make a vehicle called tricycle. Every triangle has three corners. Every triangle has three sides, no more, no less. You don't have to guess. When it's three, you can see it's a magic number. Well, a man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. They had three in the family. And that's a magic number. Okay, kids, so much for philosophy. Now time to take care of business. I know you count it by twos, you count it by five, you count it by tens. But today we're gonna count by threes. Real easy when you get started. Starts out three, six, nine. Okay, we'll take it all the way up to 30, where it comes out even. And I want you with me. Are you ready? Here we go. Get set. Yeah. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. Do it again. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30. 
have the multiples of three come up three times in each set of ten. In the first ten, you get three, six, nine, and in the teens, it's 12, 15, and 18, and in the 20s, 21, 24, 27, and it comes out even on 30. Now we're gonna multiply back up from the three times ten. Three times ten is 30. Three times nine is 27. Three times eight is 24. Three times seven is 21. Three times six is 18. Three times five is 15. Three times four is 12. And three times three is nine. And three times two is six. And three times one. What is it? Yeah! That's a magic number. Very good. But I notice some of you kids are bigger than the regular kids. So, since it's such an easy table, I think we ought to take it a little bit higher. And this part wasn't on TV. So be careful. It works like this. Now, if you go above 30 on the table, if you go above 10, you can put that 30 right in front of the pattern and count it all over again like this. 33, 36, 39, 42, 45, 48, 51, 54, 57, 60. Do that again. 33, 36, 39, 42, 45, 48, 51, 54, 57, 60. Now we're gonna multiply backwards. Three times 20, three times 20 is 60. Three times 90, 57. Three times 18 is 54. Three times 17 is 51. Three times 16, 48. Three times 15 is 45. Three times 14, 42. Three times 13, 39. Three times 12 is 36. If you got three dozen, you got 36. Three times 11 is a 33. And three times 10 is the same as 10 times three. Everybody knows that's 30. Well, I didn't expect to get a lot of help from you guys on that one. But now we're going to do the easy part again, where we multiply backward from three times 10. But this time, <laughs> me and the band, we're going to cut out on the answer leave you holding the bag. I'll be listening to see if you get it right. Are you ready? Here we go. We multiply backward. Three times 10. Three times 10 is 30. A three times nine is 27. Three times eight is 24. A three times seven is a 21. A three times six is 18. A three times five is 15. A three times four is Three times three is, and three times two is, and three times one. What is it? It's a magic number. It's a magic number. Yes, it's a magic number. A magic number. Very good, kids. Everybody get A plus. But it would make me so happy if y'all sang along on the last little couplet of the song about a man and a woman had a little baby. Yes, they did. We'll slow it down. Here we go. I want everybody to sing it. Well, a man and a woman had a little baby. 
Yes, they did. They had three. They had three in family. And that's a magic number. I recorded some of my old songs. This is my newest song. Oh, take it off. It's called Baby Used to Be. We're good there. We got the auto shut off. <laughs> what's this, uh, what's going on next, John? Okay, next is uh, is a couple, a husband and wife couple that I've become very friendly with the last several years. They're from uh, from San Diego and uh, it's she plays uh, Holly Holly Hoffman is uh, she plays flute and her husband is Mike Wofford on piano now Mike has has a career he was with Ella Fitzgerald for like six years wow. that says how you know his talent yeah that's and Holly is, is a wonderful there aren't that many flute players around but I think uh, Holly does a does a really nice job so uh, yeah, this is. Uh, I used to play some flute, John. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, you think you did tell me that? Yeah. 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 Then I go, I got the dizzy patch now, and it, it screws up my embouchure, so I had to give it up. <laughs> well, you gotta can't have everything. You know. So anyway, this is my ship. Another Kurt Vile tune. He wrote some with Gershwin, Ira Gershwin, my ship.
Hey, I like that band. Yeah, it was a nice, nice beat. Uh, and uh, the next one is uh, uh, Jackie Ryan, a, a, another local singer that has, that has become a great pal. That was three, Jen. Uh, uh, yeah, three. And um, this is a this is has sort of a Latin. This is uh, called Estate, which means summer in Italian, I think. It has sort of a Latin a Latin beat to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jackie is. Uh, She's been doing concerts here for me quite often, and uh, just just a wonderful lady, and uh, and I, I I think a terrific singer. All right, let's check it out uh, one more time. In that name, Estate. I think it's Italian for it's. It looks like Estate. E S T A T E, but it's Estate, meaning summer. Estate, si caldo come baci che ho perduto, si piena di un amore che ha passato, il cuore mio.
Pretty. Yeah, it was a nice, uh, it was a t- in Italian. Uh, Jackie is uh, like um, like my daughter, <laughs> Irish father and, and Mexican mother, but she but she, she, she sang that Italian like she, like it was Spanish. But uh, uh, the next one uh, is uh, I had Bill Mays earlier, but this uh-huh. is a, this is a group that he he uh, works with. Well, he doesn't anymore. They finally uh, called it quits after 30 years on and on and off because he moved to New York and. The other guys are all from San Diego. The three uh-huh. of them is uh, uh, Peter Sprague, a great guitarist, Bob Magnuson on bass, and Jim Plank on drums. But they call the group Roadwork Ahead, and uh, okay. and this is uh, this is uh, a little different. Uh, it's a it's a Beatles tune. I'm not too much of a Beatles tune. I was going to have a band called uh, New Traffic Patterns. Again, this is another road sign, you know, oh, yeah, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roadwork Ahead. Sorry about that. I got the wrong one loaded up there.
Yeah, that was a nice one. Uh, sorry, I got that starting mixed up there. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so I'd like to wind down the final one with uh, a great uh, friend of mine from that I uh, down in from Los Angeles that I've remained friends with, and she comes up periodically to do them. She's done several of them anyway. This is this is one of my favorite tunes of all time. It's a ballad called "Some Other Time." go so fast You look around The day has passed When you're in love Time is precious stuff Even a lifetime Isn't enough
John, I want to thank you so much for bringing your uh, uh, collection of stuff that, and doing the thing you do so well. well. Thank you so much. I, it's just a pleasure to do these concerts, and, and, it's, uh, and thanks for, for letting me show, them, show <laughs> off the people that I've had there. I'm pretty proud of the, the folks I've had. So anyway, well, this is some other time. That was yeah, the last tune. There so you go. And that's it. This, I was asking how many bands. So this is our fourth one we've yeah, done together. Yeah. So uh, See you in a year. See you in a year. So we're going to close out. This is... Um, this is a guy, this Ron Cooper guy, and he used to play, he would hang out at this little uh, cabaret tavern by my house in Chicago. And it turns out the guy had like a huge history. He was really old at that time, but I brought some recording equipment and, and his band was playing and I, and I got this one song um, and it's summertime and I'm going to hopefully that it's going to work. Uh, let's see. Ron Cooper. This is uh, hopefully God willing. And here we go. Yeah, stay tuned next week, and then we're going to get some more basement folk in. Have a good week. Yeah.